Thank you for joining me on the podcast, Finding the Godspark. My name is Antonio. This is episode one of my first series called Desire versus Resistance. In this series, I combine the books Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill and Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art. And I also weave in my own thoughts. I will be giving away a copy of Think and Grow Rich at the end of this series as well. So please follow along and don't miss out on potentially getting this fantastic self-help book for free. Enjoy the episode. Episode 1. Think and Grow Rich. Thoughts are things, and powerful things at that, when they are mixed with a definite purpose, persistence, and a burning desire for their translation into riches or other material objects. So begins maybe the best self-help book written, Think and Grow Rich. How many of us can say, I'll accomplish this end if it takes the remainder of my life and mean it? From my own experience with coworkers and other general encounters in social settings, I would answer not many. In fact, it seems more often than not, a lot of people want to extinguish the fire of passion with negativity. There are a lot of people out there who are so bitter and resentful toward their own life. They would love nothing better than to bring a person with enthusiasm toward a goal down to their level. I worked for a manufacturing plant in Florida at one time. On each work order, there would be a efficiency standard completion time. If an order had a target time of four hours, I would strive to get it done in three hours or less. I did not make many friends at this job, but that did not concern me. It felt great to be good at the work I did. Most of the other employees only wanted a paycheck. So if a job had a four-hour standard, they only worked to that level and no more. Whose fault is it? The author, Stephen Pressfield, talks a lot about resistance in his book, The War of Art. Have most people been overtaken by this evil entity known as resistance? Maybe the bright light of creativity and purpose is too bright for the veil of darkness resistance has over the eyes of its victims and must be snuffed out at all costs. The enthusiasm you display towards your new goal, whether it be writing, singing, painting, dancing, boxing, etc., is an enemy to resistance. I recently finished an audiobook about my life. I thought about doing it for some time. Procrastination had a firm grip on me, until one day I sat down with a pen and pad and wrote the introduction. Within a couple hours, two chapters were done. It was so easy to write something every day after that. I was scared out of my mind when first learning to dance the country two-step. I went to the bar in town on lesson night every week. Within six months, I was teaching other people how to dance. If you allow resistance, procrastination, and the word impossible to dictate your actions, 
you're in trouble. We have the power to control our own thoughts. But we also have the power to allow others to control our thoughts and actions. I made it a point to focus on accomplishing something important during the two-month period of COVID shutdown. It felt as if I was a brand new person after completing the task of making an audiobook about my life. Also, it was great therapy. Even wanting to dedicate yourself in more healthy pursuits like working out can be easy if you change habits gradually and stick with it. Maybe start with 50 push-ups first thing in the morning. Do this every day for a month, then up it to 100 per day the next month. The book, Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill, has quickly become one of my favorites. Hill covers the story of Edwin Barnes, a man that worked for Thomas Edison. Barnes' desire to work for Edison was not just a hope. It was not a wish. It was a keen, pulsating desire which transcended everything else. He did not become Edison's partner when he first arrived. Barnes worked five years doing mundane work. But he burned all bridges behind him until that burning desire became a fact. Leave no possible retreat. Win or perish. Napoleon continues. Wishing will not bring riches, but desiring something with a state of mind that becomes an obsession and backs those plans with persistence, which does not recognize failure, will bring success. He lists six rules to follow. First, fix in your mind what you desire. Be definite about it. Second, determine exactly what you intend to give in return for what you desire. There is no reality as something for nothing. Third, establish a definite date when you intend to possess your desire. Fourth, create a definite plan for carrying out your desire and begin at once, whether you are ready or not, to put this plan into action. Fifth, write out a clear, concise statement of your exact desire, the time limit of its acquisition, state what you intend to give in return, and describe clearly the plan through which you intend to accomplish it. Number six, read your written statement aloud twice daily, once just before bed and once after waking in the morning. As you read, see and feel and believe yourself already having reached the goal. I changed the wording here to reflect overall desires instead of just money. This can apply to everything. Now a quick small poem to end the episode. The oak sleeps in the acorn. The bird waits in the egg. And in the highest vision of the soul, a waking angel stirs. Dreams are the seedlings of reality. Practical dreamers do not quit. With that, I will end part one.
Thank you for listening. Antonio, signing off for now.